We're joined right now by Cannabis, the Cannabis Business Association of Illinois. The executive director, Pam Altoff, joins us. Good morning, Pam. How are you this morning? Good morning. I am great. How about you? Good. You know, the sun's up and uh, it's another day here uh, in central Illinois. And of course, we got the announcement uh, this week that uh, there's going to be some changes to the next round of cannabis licenses. Uh, And the time we've got here, uh, which of course is, is limited, I guess let's talk about the genesis of the law that we had go into effect January 1st, but even before then, uh, because we had the medical cannabis industry uh, here in Illinois, and it's been going on for years. So I guess take us back then and where we're at right now. Um, Just real quickly, the medical marijuana program um, was passed by the General Assembly, took a couple of years to really get up and running. Um, was limited to uh, 60 dispensary licenses and 21 cultivation licenses, uh, Was has been operating for a little bit over five years. No major diversions from that, and no, none, no diversions from that industry. Um, it's been working extraordinarily well. The number of our medical patients actually has increased since the recreational program was signed into law on June 25th of 2019. So we've got, of course, starting January 1st this year, uh, adult use cannabis kicked in. And we've seen uh, a couple of different rounds of new licenses being rewarded, but there's going to be, a, uh, I guess, somewhat of a bulk round of 75 licenses for social equity applicants. Uh, tell us about the social equity component here and uh, why it's so important to the law that passed in Illinois. I think the social equity piece was the... Um, priority. It it certainly is the one issue that the governor has been abundantly clear that is important to him. The idea is is to make the cannabis industry look and sound more like the state of Illinois, where we need diversity in the industry. Um, And our association has taken that very seriously and has um, extended itself and its members in trying to meet those goals for the governor. This next round was um, specifically set up for those applicants. Um, And what really occurred at the end was we were all uh, surprised that the the entities that uh, received um, the perfect score to go into the lottery did not meet our expectations as to who actually would be given that opportunity. Um, The entities themselves are uh, typically... um, well, well-financed individuals, and so there was a great deal of concern about um, our efforts to try and get these licenses into the hands of social equity applicants. For people who don't know, what is a social equity applicant? Um, again, a social equity applicant is someone who has been um, impacted by the war on drugs, so it could be an individual who lives in a designated disproportionately impacted area. You can find those on the website. Um, Obviously, they're throughout the state of Illinois. Someone who was arrested for um, a cannabis uh, possession amount that is now considered a legal amount. And then you could also be a social equity applicant if you promise to hire 51% of your employees from a disproportionately impacted area. Chris Murphy's got a question for you, Pam. Sure. Chris, I don't know if your microphone's on. Chris, I don't know if your microphone's on. 
Like here, there we there go. you go. All, All right, right. You're it's, on. it's this console. Right Sorry on. about I that. Anyway, Sorry about that. Listen, on the social equity applicant, what are we doing about making sure that it indeed is going into a social equity person and not that a social equity person is being used as a target for a corporation? I mean, I see some of the money that's being generated by these licenses and stuff, and I just keep thinking that there's going to be corporate money behind this or trying to get their way in. How are we making sure that it indeed, when it does go to a social equity person, that it is there in their hands and not necessarily a corporation? Sure. Um, the application process requires you to provide to provide specific sets of information that guarantee you sign, obviously, a document that indicates that everything that you've provided is, in fact, true. Um, and there were phone calls that were conducted when there seemed to be some um, a, a discrepancy or a concern the actual Department of Finance and Professional Regulations or individuals from KPMG made those phone calls and did backgrounds and asked individuals about their relationship and how they fit into the organization. So the state was very, very careful to ensure that those people that were being scored were, in fact, social equity applicants. We're talking with Pam Altoff. She is with Cannabis. It's the uh, Cannabis Business Association of Illinois. And we're talking about the uh, equity in cannabis licensing. And, of course, uh, the governor now essentially allowing for uh, some of those applicants to get the 75 licenses to uh, uh, rework some of the deficiencies that they had in their applications and resubmit those uh, for another uh, bite at the apple, so to speak, to try to get one of those coveted licenses. 75 only are going to be awarded. And overall, and I, there's only go ahead. Go ahead. Can I, no, can I just inter- intervene or um interject here that this is just the next round. I I always like to remind people that the legislation permits 500 dispensary licenses that also can be changed if the General Assembly feels that's necessary. But this is only the next round, and I believe that they kept it to 75 licenses precisely because of what occurred. If there are only 75 licenses, it's somewhat of a test case. We can correct those things that we think need to be corrected. We haven't impacted or harmed a great deal of individuals. Um, so, so that was really the reason that they were just doing smaller numbers mm-hmm. is because we wanted to make sure that we were doing it right and that we had the availability of being able to make corrections when they needed to be made. Yeah, and there's also going to be a, a disparity study of sorts uh, that's going to be done, and that's by state law. So after these 75 licenses are uh, awarded, um, I'm not sure how long the disparity study is going to go, but that would still leave about 315 licenses that could be uh, awarded. Um, what, do you, what do you say to the critics um, who, who look at that and say, well, that's just limiting competition? I mean, uh, Pam, we had $64 million in sales last month, uh, like $4 million more than the month before i'm looking at out of state sales as well it just continues to grow and grow and grow um isn't there uh the capacity for even more and why not let that free market uh determine uh you know the the, the cannabis industry's future well um quite frankly the state of illinois when they were crafting this piece of legislation looked around and watched some of the states some of our neighbors that also had recreationalized cannabis and realized that they had made some significant missteps because they had just opened the door and said, okay, we'll just handle it. Anybody who wants a license can get one. I think we were committed to ensuring that there would be a fairer process for social equity applicants and and decided seriously to do this as a slow walk, as a slow ramp up 
so that we did it and we did it correctly. Pam Altoff from Cannabis. That's the Cannabis Business Association of Illinois with WMAY joining us. And one last thing here. I'm looking at the uh, the total sales um, over uh, since January of adult use. And it's gotten it broken out by in-state residents and out-of-state residents. Uh, your reaction to Illinois doubling uh, the out-of-state sales. Because <laughs> it went from like $8.6 million in January to $17.2 million in August. Well, um, you know, people have uh, the COVID, the virus has made some people more anxious. Obviously, we believe our product helps with people who have anxiety issues. Um, I I think, again, the fact that the knowledge is now common um, that uh, Illinois did pass recreational uh, cannabis use is now out there and people are coming in and trying. And what um, things are being done uh, from the the business side to ensure that people know the law, that they can't take it across state lines? Um, We have done, uh, the state of Illinois, actually I shouldn't say we, the state of Illinois has done an unbelievably good job of public service announcements, um, uh, specific media campaigns indicating that um, this is the limited amount. Most of the dispensaries have that information inside. They certainly have individuals who are outside and telling people. And we have to, when you go into a dispensary, you must show some form of an identification, a state ID of some sort. And obviously, if it's an out-of-state um, license, you get that lecture as you walk in that you can only, you're limited to a specific amount. Pam Altoff, Cannabis Illinois here with WMAY. Greatly appreciate your time, and uh, we'll certainly connect again in the future. All right, great. Thank you. Absolutely.